All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first official episode of Hearts and Arts Podcast. Allow me to introduce myself again. My name is Gerard Arienda, and I am your host. And uh, I am excited to film this first episode because I've got a very special guest with me right now. It is my my college buddy, my fellow arts aficionado, and of course, fellow UCR TFDP alum, Ty Rogoff. Welcome, Ty, to Hearts and Arts. You're my first guest. How about that? <laughs> nice. I'm excited. I think uh, when you told me about it a couple months ago, a couple months ago, yeah, I was excited. I'm pumped. I'm ready to be here. This is cool. Oh, God, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm hey, a fun. talented actor on my show. How about this? All right. Oh, <laughs> so, um, Ty, I'm going to pass the speaker stick to you. Uh, introduce yourself. Introduce your your craft and tell us a bit about yourself as well. Okay. Uh, hi, my name is Ty Rogoff. Um, let's see, for those of you who even per like personally know me or professionally, it's Brennan Tyler. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I am an actor, but that's not like, that's the main thing that I do, but um, it's not the main thing that I like to, well, mm, I do more than just acting. I have been getting into writing a lot more recently. Um, I like to write, especially I like, I love to direct, love to design. I do mixtures of everything. Um, but again, I think like a big thing that I've learned is like we're storytellers. So I guess, I guess that's a nice word to kind of include everything into there. Um, if I had to label myself though, to like one specific thing, it would be acting. So yeah, I'm an actor and I love that very much, but I do, I do mixtures of everything and, and stuff. So yeah. Understandably. So I've seen your work before Ty and let me just say Oscar worthy, if I may add nice. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> yeah, a little fun fact about uh, Ty and myself. Uh, we, during our time in college, we were also part of this on-campus theater group called Golden Mean Players Show. Shout out to our peeps. Uh, for those of you watching this, yeah, GMP, full of golden hearts, no pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, so um, uh, Ty, one of the things that I wanted to start off with is uh, address that all artists, um, and, I, and I've personally uh, experienced this myself as well, um, it all starts with a spark. In my case, I found my spark at eight years old when I uh, started theater arts acting for the first time. And uh, I fell in love with it and I've been doing it ever since. Ty, where did you find your spark? Like, how did it all start for you? Oh, gosh. Okay. Eight years old, that's gnarly. Okay. Anyway, that's crazy. Love that you got it at a super young age. Um. I've been in performing arts since probably like nine or 10. I did choir in elementary school. And then in middle school, when I was 12, that's the first time I ever like really got involved in theater. Cause in elementary school, I think my first show that I ever saw was Beauty and the Beast, but I saw like a 99 cent store version of Beauty and the Beast. So it was like a knockoff version. And I think I saw that in first grade. And then I always thought it was really interesting, but again, I didn't really know what anything was when I was in elementary school and stuff like that. Um, but I knew my family loved watching movies. 
obviously I'm a big movie person <laughs> if you couldn't <laughs> tell um but they they always loved watching movies I always watched them growing up so I knew like oh I'd love to be in front of the camera one day that would be super fun but I but again I didn't really know what anything was because I was young and just, I don't know I didn't know anything but when I was 12 was the first time that I ever got in the opportunity to audition for theater, to get into a class and, and stuff like that. Um, so when I was 12, got involved, um, and then years leading up to it, because I didn't really get the spark to that, oh, this is like what I really want to be doing until I was 17. So it took five years of like, oh, this is like cool. It's interesting. But I was still like exploring, you know, different paths and things like that. But theater was the main thing that I was involved with. That was the main thing that I was doing. But I did little things here and there. Like I did track and field. I did computers um, and stuff like that. But when I was 17, um, that was like the first time it like really hit me like, oh, I'm passionate about this. There, This is the thing that I want to be doing for the rest of my life. I cannot see myself doing anything else. And then, um, you know, the rest, you know, the rest is history after that. Um, after uh, I was 17, I think it was a junior in high school. I'd like to say a junior. And then, um, yeah, everything just kind of hit there when I was 17 found that little, you know, that little spark of it, but it, it took me quite the bit of time, but it's not like in the years of 12 to 16, I was like, oh, the theater sucks. No, like I was here for it. I loved it, but it was like that true, like passion for it came and that just me discovering it came at 17. Yeah. That's, that's a sign right there. Like not many people who do something, they, uh, they could, they, decide to continue doing it for like months even years and like but the fact that you um decided to start doing it that's a mm -hmm. sign like yeah we were meant to go down this path too yeah and uh and you ran track in high school wow well fun fact i also run track ran track too yeah Dang. sophomore year wow I'm we have some We've known each other in college, well, half of our college experience, and only now we're learning that about each other. Well, <laughs> former track stars turned theater <laughs> artists. <laughs> well, myself, not a track star, because I, uh, I uh, kind of quit after the first um, month or month and a half after practices. <laughs> I got lazy, so yeah. <laughs> but good, yeah. Good. yeah, former athletes turned artists. I like it. Troy yeah. Bolton, who? <laughs> All righty. And, uh, and I related, and I can relate to your story too, because when I started, again, I started theater when I was eight, but uh, I didn't get invested in it until I was in high school, you know, like uh, to me during that time, it was, it was just a hobby. But by the time I got to high school, that's when I started taking it more seriously, like more than just a hobby. It's, uh, yeah. It's something we we both fell in love with. It's something that it, we realized at that moment. It was it was essential not only to our lives but to society in general. And we knew yeah. this is the path we wanted to go down to. Arts are essential. Arts That's are right. essential. Let's blow that up on the internet, 
please that that deserves a blow up but absolutely yeah um so uh during our time as theater artists uh, i'm pretty sure that there have been like uh stage um experiences that we hold near and dear to us even though it was uh not the best but it's something we have and it's somehow memorable to us like that concussion that I suffered in my performance of Midsummer Night's Dream. I'll uh, get into that, but I'll get into your story first because your story matters. Um, any like uh, arts experiences, memories that you remember that you always hold near and dear to you and you keep it with you on your journey as an artist? Oh gosh, there's so many. Okay, okay, this is difficult. There's no limits here, Ty, remember that. I know, all right, let me get a sippy of water here. Ooh, he's ready for a story about that. Get into this. I, there has in like every single um like point like you had like middle school, high school, community theater, community college, and then finally at university, something iconic has happened. Um, middle school, mm, just, middle school was like a tough time, but I think just kind of like the idea of theater was like a saving grace for me because I think without theater in middle school I don't think I'd be here to be honest so that's kind of like the realization of like oh I love theater this is this is like where I met people and where I found like a nice group of people um who high school high school theater is like I don't know. I didn't have like that cliche kind of high school theater experience, but at the same time, um, oh, can I even think of something cool from my school? I could think of a 50 million things. But I'm trying my to puzzle pieces are thing. going everywhere. Just grab them out of and put them together. <laughs> trying to like think of which one's groovy and cool. Um, oh. I think high school was the probably the last show that I did in high school was uh, I did Shrek the Musical. And mm -hmm. I remember all of us were not looking forward to doing Shrek the Musical for our like senior year show, the last show we were all doing. At first we were bagging on the show. We were like, oh, Shrek, like, eh. but, <laughs> but I will have to say it is probably the most iconic show that I ever did in high school and I and I played Lord Farquaad so it was oh, you know hard to be on my knees the entire show <laughs> and and like Lord Farquaad's such like a little character but the the part I wanted to make larger than life so I did I went out with the bank it's it's you know big motto of mine's you know go big go home like I love to go big and I did for that role. I killed it. I don't care what anyone says. I stole that show from every single person in that play. It does not matter. I don't care. Iconic. Mm. And I loved it. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. Okay. Then I went into community college and um, the very first, very first week of community college. So I literally stepped onto campus I went to school with one of uh, I went to school with one of my closest friends and very first week they posted auditions that they were going to be doing the Laramie project. I would highly suggest for those of you who are really interested in theater 
read that play at least once in your lifetime, have your, see it at least once in your, once in a lifetime, act in it at least once if you can. Um, they were having auditions for the Laramie Project. I had no clue what, what it was, but my friend was like, Ty, you need to go audition. Very first week of school, auditioned, got in. That is probably the first, it's a very adult, mature type of show. So in high school, I did very family-friendly type shows. Nothing wrong with that at all. I, I had great times, um, but this was the first time I really got to be like, let's get deep into acting. Let's really see what actors can do. What can theater really do? Because how our director did it was really simplistic. Was, um, you know, we had, we did it in a black box theater. We had a plain white wall, eight chairs, eight actors playing 64 characters. So it was probably the most emotionally draining show I've ever done um, because I think it took a lot out to do it, but it was a show where I was like, I'm an actor and this is what I can do as an actor. This is what I can do in theater. And this is, this is sick. This is fun. And um, it was like, it, I don't, it was just the first time I really got into like my feelings and, and emotions and to where I really had to, to use that. Um, and I think I, it, it was just the first time I really got deeply invested into a show in a really quick amount of time. Cause I think we only had seven weeks with five of those weeks being rehearsals. And then the next two being perform the next two weeks being performances. So it was super fast of having to do it versus, versus, you know, you have like high school. Am I making yeah. sense right now? Am I making sense? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. Like I know how the cycle went like in high school, you yeah. had uh, all this time, like you mm -hmm. have more flexibility, but college theater, uh, slash professional theater. Um, yeah. yeah, things are a little more strict there. Absolutely. I've been there, been there, done that. It's a, it's a fun experience, you know? I mean, we're, we're artists, so there's that. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, uh, yeah, again, just to like reiterate, it was like, it's seriously the first time that I was like, this is what theater can be. This is what it can do with something so simplistic but I, it just it really brought me into like what can I do as an actor and it it was like completely opposite sides of a spectrum of here's all these family-friendly shows opposite end to now this complete opposite end of a very mature adult show but I enjoyed it I had so much fun with it and it was it was a lot of fun um <sighs> And then community theater. I'll get into that one last because I think that's the juiciest story of the bunches. University. Best for last. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good. You're good. Interrupt me. Make comments. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> you're in my show, Ty. I make the rules around here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm making sure I'm respecting you this whole time. No, I'm fine. Go again. This is your show just as much as it's mine. So go into complete detail. No limits there. If I if I interrupt you, it's because I relate to your stories and like, wow, I really feel this guy. Heads up to anyone else like, out there in line. So yeah. 
Buckle up. <laughs> We're in for a ride. <laughs> um, university theater, getting it into UC Riverside, it was just a completely different environment. I think, um, surprisingly, I, when I like really look and I like reflected over this like a couple weeks ago, you know, we graduated and I was like, okay, let's like really take a gander at like, what did I do while I was at Riverside? I did not do as much as I thought I did. Like I did one department production and then I did um, three shows through GMP. And then I did like Playworks and New Plus, New Play Festival both years, which was fun. And I was like, compared to some other people there, so to my peers and our classmates who went there, they're like going ham every single quarter. And I'm like, I barely did that on the performance end. But I think what a lot of my experience came from was more the classes that I took and a lot of the different acting classes and stuff like that. So that was um, definitely where a lot of my experiences came from for all my acting classes, because I think that really pushed me more to learn what acting is, you know, how acting is more of a, of a science more than it is an art, even though it's an art and we get, we get it as artists because we just understand it on that end. But like on an academic level, it was cool to see what uh, theater and acting and performing arts could be. So that's, I think the big takeaway that I got from, from everything and stuff yeah that that is very like relatable too and uh not to mention i was on that journey with you as well because uh senior year before we graduated we performed in the same playworks play i mean uh slash scene together and uh it was so fun too that was like a very funny scene uh we got to explore new ranges that we never knew we had um but hey the thing about artists is that we have to challenge ourselves to get better and uh and I feel like that bridge from high school theater to professional slash college slash university theater was what helped us like create that foundation. So yeah, totally understandable too. So yeah. And speaking of uh, GMP, oh, I am so sorry. I totally interrupted you again, no, but- Keep uh, going, I, I remember it, I remember it. You interrupt me, it's okay. <laughs> well, um, about GMP, I, I actually directed a little scene starring you in it too. Yeah, you did. Moment in time. <laughs> All right, Itai, uh, your story that I accidentally cut <laughs> off out of excitement. Uh, get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, I would say that university was probably the best experience that I've had for theater. Um, I just think all the people that I've met, they're all cool everyone, it was, the, I don't know, it's just, I really discovered myself as a person and as an actor there. And then to now circle back to the best story. This one's sad, but it works. It works and it, and it, it kind of push, it pushes me. Um, I was like, I did community theater um, and it was the first time I ever really like questioned, is this something that I really want to be doing? Cause I think I was 19 and I, it was the first time I ever got told 
you're just not good enough. Mm. It's such, it's a horrible, horrible experience to have gone through and to hear it from someone that I trusted, respected, liked, to hear it from a director that you're just not good enough really broke me down quite the bit. And I'm so happy to have had an, an, an experience like that to have happened. Um, Cause one, it's super humbling, <laughs> um, but it gave me a lot to grow from. Cause I think, you know, it did put me in a, like a, a really like dark place and, and stuff like that as an actor. But then to go to university and get that kind of love and support from people who genuinely love and support you and what you do. And they not only do they love and support you in the way that artists should, but they understand you in the way that artists should understand each other and stuff like that. So that's what makes me, you know, super grateful to have had, you know, the years leading up to that specific moment, that specific moment happening, and then having even more to, to, to grow from. And that's still what I'm continuing to do now. Yes, I'm graduated and everything like that, but I'm still here to learn I'm still here to grow you know artists the one thing I believe in is art is never perfect there there will never be that kind of perfection it, there's always something to continue to grow from to get better at because that's just what art is you can be as grandiose and as great and people are great and grand and that's fine but even those greats and grand people you can still grow there's still so much to learn there's going to be new experiences every single time no nothing is ever going to be the same as it was before and that's sick to me and that that's what's really cool and i think that's what keeps me going a lot of a lot of the times even though i have had my highs and lows like nothing is ever going to be the same something different's going to happen and um you know, that's that kind of true passion and spark that I get from it a lot of the time or all the time, actually. Nice. And and we got like fellow artists to surround ourselves to create this healthy family relationships too. Like, again, you and I were in the same club. We became a family together. Shout out to all our GMP fans again. Like, man, it was I already miss it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really miss being in that same club with you, that same space with you especially us, the college trio. Shout out to Myra if you're watching this. Hey, Myra, if you're watching. All right. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's, we need, as artists, we need each other. Like, we, we build each other up from the, uh, from the ground up. And we, like, we need each other just, well, we need them just as much as they need us. Because, again, arts are essential, and we need these relationships to uh, make it this large phenomenon that has no limit not even the sky can can hold it down like it's Absolutely. it's that strong <laughs> but yeah okay and uh ty i gotta say ahead of time thank you so much for all that insight that was like very eye-opening and very uh enlightening too um before i close off this glorious first 
episode of HIA. Um, are there any closing remarks that you would like to uh, show, show um, I mean, tell to our audiences, especially oh, aspiring artists out there? Oh, golly. Okay, 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 okay. Um, this is a very philosophical one that, that I've learned this year. I can, give, I can give so much pieces of advice. I'm gonna do it in this quick amount of time, don't worry. Uh, philosophical first, allow chances and opportunities to come to you as you're searching for them. Because once they're there, embrace them with open arms. We're getting out of that decolonized mindset. So don't take, 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 embrace, embrace. Um, uh, my favorite quote is from Andre de Shields, who's like 80 or something like that. He just won his Tony award. And he said, the bottom of one mountain is the top of the next. So keep climbing, or the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next. So keep climbing. And that one, I just, I love the positivity and the optimism in that one very, very much. Um, but again, you know, you know, acting is hard. Being an artist is hard. Doing theater is hard. Um, and it's supposed to be because if it was easy, you would see everyone doing it. Um, but it's, it's difficult and it's hard and that is okay. Um, um, you know, your dreams are valid. Keep going for them. I dream big every day. I still hold on to my dreams now. And I still have the same one that I've had since I was 12 years old. I want to win four Academy Awards, so I'm still holding on to that dream. Give me a now. shout out when you win those, please. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll, I'll do the same when I get my Emmys and I'll stack them up on my shelves. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, you know, your dreams are valid. Keep, keep pushing for them. Don't give up on them. It's going to take work and time, and that is okay. So give it that uh, time and uh, time it needs. Um, and also pamper yourself. You, you, you deserve it. You've earned it. Pamper yourself <laughs> because you're a human being who deserves to be treated like a king. So treat yourself well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much, Ty, for all of those enlightenments. Ladies and gentlemen, give it one more time for the amazing Ty Rogoff. And thank you for joining us in this first episode of HIA. I can't wait for more and I can't wait to have Ty back again in the future because you were such a joy to be here with me. And again, yeah, let's let's wait it out for the uh, time to cut us off. Woo! First episode of Hearts and Arts podcast. Yeah. That's it.